What's up, movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Bros Who Binge podcast. My name is Adam Schubert, and as always, I'm joined by Lyndon Burton. Lyndon, how are you doing this week? Man, I am glad to be back with my brother. Shout out to Ridge for, um, you know, stepping in for us last week and doing the Scorsese stuff with us. I, I didn't, I don't know if I released the Scorsese draft that we did, but if we, if I didn't, that'll be released uh, this week, I'll put it out as like some extra content, but shout out to Reg. But glad to be back, Shuby. You uh, you will be happy to know that I watched Invincible and The Boys. So I am ready this week fully. Also watched this Survivor Big Brother hybrid on Netflix called Surviving Paradise. I don't know if you watched it. It was a reality I show. The trailer. Did you watch? Why you didn't watch the damn show? I was ready to talk about it, which is some reality shit. Because I wanted to watch Beckham. Oh, fair. Yeah, Beckham. And I watched crazy. the fir- and I watched the first <laughs> episode of Beckham, and I was like, yeah, it, it's just wild how big he a deal was, Michael see, Jordan was. When you said when you said he wasn't Messi or Ronaldo, I was like, I, I rocked with it, but I think he might be for midfielders like that. Like he was a midfielder. He was like a midfield goat. Like he ain't Zinedine Zidane. But I mean, shit. Well, Beckham. he was he was that he, he was, was a baller. <laughs> English Jordan. Okay, yeah, I rock. That's what I was saying. Like, that's what I was saying. But I mean, like, he may not have been like the greatest. He he would have been like Magic Johnson in the eighties for okay. England. Yeah, well, I think that's a really strong comparison to him because Magic was one of the one who really kind of like. But said see, I want to be more than an NBA player, and he was, and Beckham was like, I want to be more than a soccer. See, player. I think you had it first. I think you had it first of of he's England's Jordan. He made English football worldwide. Like this dude was doing modeling. This dude was. Was uh like honestly, if you really want me to be honest, the better comparison is LeBron, but like because of like er- all the businesses and everything he got into, very LeBron s. But I see what you're saying, saying Magic Johnson as well. I kind of think well, it, I really think it's LeBron, just like though, th- those were the influences because like you can tell what I what would make me go towards the Magic route is because at least during when Jordan was there, he had had some people pave the way so that coaches weren't like you know. Oh, oh I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was fucked and, up. They was pissed because that because he had like a short hair in one time. They was pissed because his girl was there and she. They was mad he was dating a superstar. Like you can't tell me who the fuck I can date. Shut up, uh, Sir Alex Ferguson. <laughs> yeah, and then like Ferguson, Sir Alex Ferguson, and the the oh the World England, Cup the the World and, Cup yeah. nigga we would have fought. <laughs> I'm fighting him. You can't like that's my fault. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's because I'm the whole thing. Spice? What? It, it, it's oh. my fault you lost the penalty kicks. I'm whipping your ass. I'm whipping. I'm whipping your ass, and I'm whipping anybody on the team ass that agree with that dumb shit. That's some dumb shit. David Beckham, the reason why y'all even in this fucking game, and and you want to say he the reason we lost? Fuck out of here. That shit is ass. But yeah, I will I say. Oh, my bad. Not to cut you off. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, say something no, else. It was, it was ridiculous, man. It was wild. Oh, yeah. No, that shit was fucking stupid. I was shocked. I was dumbfounded. But you will be surprised to know I re- I've been rewatching movies. I watched The French Connection, watched Training Day. I watched The Firm. I watched, but last night I rewatched The Batman. Mm. Shoot, but that movie's so fucking good. Like, I think we yeah. undersold. I think we undersold how good it was. Like, that movie, I don't think we did. No, but like I rewatched it and it and I, it's even better than I thought. Like it, it I I feel confident now that time has passed. It's better than The Dark Knight. I, I it, it is a better movie than The Dark Knight. For sure a better Batman movie and I would even say a better overall movie because just like the layers to that fucking movie, man. The way Matt Reeves paints this detective thing, there's so much stuff I missed. Some stuff I was just like, "Wow, he really is Batman." Like he is really Bruce Wayne, like through and through. And when people say he's not Bruce Wayne, it's like, nah, I could tell y'all didn't read a Batman comic. Y'all just know the Playboy Bruce Wayne. Y'all don't know Bruce Wayne leading up to year one, leading up to him doing year one and then into year one where he's a fucking psychopath, like just journaling, telling Alfred, suck my dick. It's the middle of the night. Like y- y'all just know Bruce Wayne. That's the finished product in Justice League Unlimited and Batman the Animated Series. No, no, no. Go watch Mask of the Phantasm where he's unhinged. <laughs> like, that's this Batman. Like, 100%. And I was like, it blew my mind because the whole purpose of the movie is at the end, it's I can no longer be this vengeance, revenge person 
I can't just, I have to be more than that. I can't just use fear and vengeance. I got to be a symbol of hope. Like, yes, fear and vengeance are my tools, but I got to be the Batman. Because I, and I also think Matt Reeves did a good job showing that Batman creates his villains. I think that's something that we didn't talk. And also, right. Hush, got, Hush got to be in the next one. Ain't no way Hush not in the next one. I don't think, I don't think uh, Falcone killed that reporter. Or, or it's Hush's son. One of the two, Tom. It, it could be the uh, Tommy Elliot, but they set up that hush thing too well. Yeah, I, I think that that's the direction they're going with because that era of Batman is just the one that's untouched. Or, or they, or they. Fu- I mean, like if Matt Reeves wants, he can fully do zero year. I mean, not uh, zero year. Um, no man's land because that's th- that's there too. The fact the flood. And the fact that Gotham is um, under martial law until all this water dissipates and how, like, you can really go into no man's land by leading Penguin into it where Penguin is showing him taking, like, the mob boss side because Penguin in um Zero, or not, I keep saying Zero Year, in no man's land, each uh Gotham villain had a section of the town that was, like, their hub. And it's it like was, Arkham City. Yeah, pretty much, essentially. And they can do that, like, have Penguin have his hub. You can have, say, there's been this mysterious crocodile figure that's been swimming in the oceans, kidnapping kids. Boom, you got fucking Killer Croc. And then you can have Mr. Freeze as the main antagonist, freezing everything. It's like some winter wonderland. Like, with the fucking... I, I, there's so many ways you can do it, but I just want to say again, the Batman is great. But glad to be back. Yeah. And guess what? I might as well... We might as well start it here. The strike is done! Thank the fucking stars. <laughs> yep, it is finally done. So now ah. we can not have to worry about saying things about things or we'll get back Louise. to like normal stories. Yeah, it's starting fucking. to get that way. Oh man, so that means, the writer strikes over. That means DC is back on par to getting things out next year. Now, will the Batman get be out next year? Probably 2025, early 2025. Because I don't know if they'll hit their Halloween date of next year. Like, can they film? Well, I mean, they would have to start filming what December. Yeah, no, have, there's no way. Have they not already started? I don't know. Let's see. Let me look that up. Because some people have been working. Because like Game of Thrones. Well, Game of Thrones is also filmed out of U.S. Yeah, that one hundred British actors. Let's see. Film schedule. But I mean, like the Batman was filmed in the U.K., wasn't it? It was. Um. Okay. So Matt Reeves. Okay. So the Batman two will start filming on March twenty four. March twenty twenty four. That was always the plan. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. So that was always the plan to, to do, film March 2024 and what, I guess, drop early 2025? I guess. Okay. I thought they were going to try to drop for Halloween, but if... Oh, no. Joker's dropping on Halloween. That's what it is. Joker, right. Joker 2 is. Okay. And then Batman. And Oh, next year we'll get um, fucking... Um, what's that called? Superman Creature Command. Creature Commandos. No, Super, Superman Legacy is leading. Because you remember 2025 is Batman. Nah, but, uh, Batman and Superman are taking over 2025. Because 2025, it's Superman yeah, in May. And I think Batman is actually oh, in, in, um, in um, whatchamacallit. Let's see if I can find Batman 2 release date. Let's see what they have. Let's see, because I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, it is. October 3rd, 2025. Yep. So Batman has Halloween. In Superman, let's see. Superman release date. Let's see. Let's see. No, why would you give me? Why the fuck would you give me Christopher Reeves? Like what? <laughs> what the fuck? Ju- okay, yeah, July eleventh. So yeah, twenty twenty five is Batman and Superman. So cool deal. Glad the strike is over. Oh, so that means now we can have Lucia on to come talk about us with five of uh, five nights at Freddy's. Well, I think we could have could have her on anyway because it already dropped out. Like it was already out. But she was she was following Weeks. along with the strike. She wasn't mm. doing anything because she didn't because she gotcha. didn't want to lose her if she was gonna join SAG after. She didn't want to lose her shit. Oh yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So strikes strikes done. That's good. Uh, we'll get into some trailers next. There was a ton, so we had to pare down. Um, but the first one we're taking out because you know we we all know Sidney Sweeney's gonna be in a sex movie with Ben Howard, <laughs> and Howard whatever. What is his name? Glenn Powell. Yeah, Glenn. I don't know what the fuck that movie is, but you know, as in the words of Sidney Sweeney's grandma, she has the best tits in Hollywood. So keep doing your thing, Sidney. <laughs> um, and then we uh, 
we're talking a little bit about the squid game reality show Lyndon says it's already been played out yeah it is it's fucking bro mr beast and these damn youtubers do this shit on the regular like they do these challenges how long can you stay inside the circle for five hundred thousand dollars like ooh, we'll make this circle smaller you got to do challenges inside the circle but then mr beast did a legitimate squid day Squid Games, and they're doing the same thing where they shoot them with paintballs. It looks legit like Mr. Beast. I'm sorry. I've seen the, the biggest influencers in Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter compete in Squid Games. Why am I going to watch these random people do it on Netflix? I'm sorry. Not interested. Shout out Mr. Beast. each other? Well, that's the only way they could get me interested is they start doing real violence. Well, <laughs> you know, you're watching Surviving Paradise, so. <laughs> I did. I did watch it on Netflix, and it was a trash mixture of Big Brother and Survivor. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, if Schubert would have saw this, he would have talked shit on Tabitha because she was like, I'm the game master manipulator. And she got played. Please are, no, excuse me, they got played because I forgot they identify as they, them. They got played. You need to go watch that shit so we can make fun of Tabitha and all that shit. <laughs> there's there's so much going on. <laughs> there's so much. What are you uh, watching? <laughs> what am I watching? Well, Survivor and then Big Brother ends this week. Thank God. So you can watch some other stuff. <laughs> um, shoot. I mean, I've been watching some movies too. I was watching stuff during, during Halloween. Okay. Horror movies. Nice. I wa- yeah, I watched that the newest um, Kenneth Branagh when when he plays that detective thing. Oh, was that good? <laughs> uh, oh no, that shit ass. Because <laughs> like you, you thought it was supposed to be like scary, and there'd be like ghosts in it and shit like oh, that. Oh, they actually made it scary. That's supposed to be like his detective. No, 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 no. I'm saying like that was what it was advertised as that it would be uh, scary, but it was basically just like him being a detective. Yeah, that's all that movies are. And the Me mysteries too. are pretty easy to solve. I mean, like, I mean, you know, they follow a similar a little Agatha Christie trope. I don't know if it's yeah. fucking, you know, knives out material, but, you know, it's whatever. Yeah, and then I'll rewatch the old Carrie. Oh, Sissy nice. Spacek in it. And uh, some something. Else. Oh, yeah, Coraline. I had never seen it. So sounds really like it. sounds like you got time to watch Surviving Paradise. Just the first episode, just so you can see. The shenanigans. Oh, I remember the, the Bachelor stuff. That's what I was watching, too. Oh, and that shit about mm-hmm. to end, too. I know that's about to end. No, they were halfway through last week. Oh, so. they're halfway? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, and Paradise is... Oh, and then the Love Island games came out. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, so you've been, been watching some, some reality shows. I see. The, the Love Island games is on Peacock or whatever, and it's like Love Island's take on bringing back old people that have been on the show and with a new twist. Oh, so some real world road rules challenge, but for Love Island. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> like they have the, the challenge, they have to be in couples and then they have to do challenges. And I think they leave as couples if they like don't. Oh my perform. gosh, that shit. <laughs> yeah. They'll have like a new person come in and the guy will be like, I want this girl. And then the, he and the other guy have to duel for him. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Love, love Island games. That shit is hilarious. Um, I'm fighting for my love. <laughs> but yeah, so we did have some trailers that were pretty great. Um, but we'll get to those in a second. First, we'll talk to one that everyone is all all hyped on, but I don't know how we feel about it. Is Maestro? Um, oh, I thought you were Bradley about to say Cooper's something else. Movie. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, Bradley Cooper think he's slick. Let me just call. Let me just tell y'all when y'all getting played. This nigga trying to get an Oscar. The fact he go from black and white to Technicolor as the as the fucking years change, you ain't slick, Bradley. You should have just kept it all black and white or all color. I hate that because that's artsy fartsy, and you trying to tell us this is an Oscar movie. You have to do all that. If the movie's good, either keep it in color or keep it in black and white. Don't do that. Have this, have that shit. Well, you know, this is the one thing that makes me most upset about the Oscars. Is that this movie film is the formulaic Oscar movie? One hundred percent. One hundred. But I don't. I I don't want to watch it. Yeah, I have no I interest don't. in it. No, me neither. I have, I have zero interest in it. I'm I'm more interested in my movie on the rise this week. Like, <laughs> like I'm sure in a lot of ways it's really good, but it's just not very exciting. Yeah, no, not for me. <laughs> Actually, yeah, no. Scratch that. Don't watch Surviving Paradise because you got to watch my movie on the rise this week at your house. Mm. 
and, and we're going to review it next week. <laughs> um, so I think what Lyndon want, wants to trash, which I also would like to trash, is Kingdom of the Apes. Oh, Why are we still doing movies? I totally forgot that. Bro, first off, okay, so this isn't connected to Matt Reeves' shit, which is, like, stupid because Matt Reeves' shit was the prequel to this. So why is it not connected to that? that bro, I'm so... We don't need no more... Ki- like, honestly, honestly, Hollywood, can we please make some original movies now that the strike is over? Let's, like, cut this shit... Like, people talking about superhero fatigue. I got ape fatigue. I got Godzilla fatigue. I got King Kong fatigue. I got all that shit fatigue. But y'all still making them fucking movies. Well, and then it goes to, like, a point, it's like, this isn't the notes, but when Zack Snyder was trying to say that bullshit that his Army of the Dead movies in the same universe as Rebel Moon, I'm like, I'm like, bro, you had Rebel Moon that was, it's completely something else that's, like, that doesn't have anything to do with it. Leave it like that. That's what makes you good. Wait, is is so army? Wait, no way, Schubert. That's not real, huh? He said that. That doesn't mean like wow. it's, he, it's because he he can be utterly ridiculous about it. Because like <laughs> technically, they could be in the same universe because they'd be in oh, different galaxies. I see what you're saying. Shut up, Zach. That's why your DC shit didn't work. <laughs> That's what it made, made me think of too. Because you don't like, fucking this, this understand dude. the IP. You don't understand what the fuck you doing. You're just saying shit. <laughs> um, and I used to be a yeah. Zack Snyder stand. I, I believed, I believed, but you know what changed it? The fact that that suit, I, I'll never forget this. Two things changed it for me. This is when I realized, oh, Zack Snyder selling pipe dreams. When he said that that Robin suit was for Dick Grayson and not Jason Todd, and the second one was the thing that made Superman go evil was the fact that Bruce Wayne piped Lois Lane and had her kid. His best friend would not do that, Zack Snyder. I don't give a fuck what you say. That's not Batman. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Zack Snyder is... And Lois Lane that. wouldn't do that shit. She's better than that. Come on! <laughs> yeah. Um, but other than that, I think everything else is pretty solid. Even Echo by, with Look! Disney+. Did you see the Look! trailer for Echo? I did. I liked it a lot. And I think Marvel finally is like, all right, now it's time. I think they pushed the glass in case of emergency. And what I mean by that is R-rated content. I think they were going to hold out as long as they could to giving us R-rated content. I think if Marvel wasn't getting the, the quote-unquote bashing from the public that we've been telling y'all since the TV show, since post-Falcon and Winter Soldier that, hey, Marvel's kind of falling off. If they weren't getting the Marvel's falling off thing, I I totally believe they would not have pushed this button, and they would have tried to give us hokey Daredevil. They tried it, they uh, it didn't work. And the fact that Mahershala Ali was about to leave Blade, all this shit was happening. Marvel was like, "Fuck, we gotta push the button and give dark content." And now they're giving us dark content with Marvel Spotlight. It's still a part of the universe. It's just Spotlight projects. I'm guessing or just be darker and to let parents know, hey, this is a darker thing. And the fact that they brought that dark tone to Echo looks perfect. And it's it doesn't have to be just because something dark doesn't make it good. But the fact is, some of these characters need to be dark. And Echo's one of them and Daredevil's one of them. Blade's another. Right. Because, I mean, we're talking about, like, New, New York gangster underworld. Exactly. You like, really... you can't have that all pretty and shit. Like, that shit got to look like the Batman I watched last night. That shit was right. dark. <laughs> and of course, Echo won't be anything like that, but I think it's oh, going no, to... Oh, no, not at all, but it'll be dark. You know, yeah, I think it's going to be dark. I think it's going to be interesting um, because it's not super recognizable. And not super fantastic like, either. It's pretty grounded. Not super fantastic. It is pretty grounded, so it, it does look like something that might be able to redeem... Marvel. Marvel yeah, they needed they needed bad. The fact that Blade was gonna be Blade learning life lessons from different women he's encountered about <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> when I read that story, I said Mahers- I said Mahershala Ali did the damn thing. He said he was gonna walk out. I would have walked out too. You hiring me, Mahershala Ali, to fucking learn li- life lessons from these women. That's Blade. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> if if I'm not cutting vampires' heads off. Take me off this shit. <laughs> exactly. Um, some of the more well. Speaking of Mahershala Ali, we'll talk about "Leave the World Behind." Oh, not Netflix, a bad trailer. Interesting Netflix trailer. Um, with him and Ethan Hawke and 
can't remember the two women that are in it. Uh, but it seems like it's uh, what a world ender. Yeah, cyber attack thing, like cyber the attack. government conspiracy shit happening. That that sort of shit. I don't know what Mahershala Ali's family's up to. But it seems mm-hmm. like they're up to no good. But also the other family seems like they're up to no good. So facts. Yeah. It's it's one of those ooh who's right who's wrong situations. Um. And one movie that looks really crazy that we're kind of behind on the trailer that's been out for a little while is Saltburn. Mm-hmm. And that looks wild. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jacob Elordi. That movie you know, looks Barry. like 2023 Indie Project X. And look, don't take offense to this, you Emerald Fennel fans. I'm uh, I'm just calling a spade a spade. It well, looks like indie. It's be bad. No, exactly. It looks like Indie Euphoria Project X. It even had the Euphoria music in it. Like, it's, it's all about these glamorous cinematography shots of these artsy fartsy shots while having some fucked up party shit happening in the background and i'm into it yeah some real uh poor man rich man yeah <laughs> some it yeah. reminds me of that episode of it's always sunny where those rich people bring mac and uh d to, i mean not mac charlie and d to be there like uh their subjects or whatever it's like the poor yeah. people they're bringing and basically fucking um, our boy who plays the Joker is Jacob Elordi's poor person that he's bringing as a pet. <laughs> and he seems like he's gonna go around and like be pretend like he's hot shit. Like it looked like he was pretty much telling the mom that it's like, oh yeah, it's gonna be hard for the daughter to have you as a mom. Yeah, like it's like he's taking, it looks like he's talking shit to all of them. Like this guy, I'm I'm into it. Um, but yeah, so so that's Saltburn. Um, let's talk about Reacher season two. I'm really mm, excited to see looks this. Good, yeah. Uh, one of the stories I have in here is that Reacher is going to debut with three of its eight episodes on Let's December go. 15th and will run every Friday to January 19th. So, Merry Christmas, you get Reacher. Fuck um, yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm hoping it keeps with the same momentum. Obviously, there's like a new cast of characters because what this show is supposed to be is him traveling and doing different investigations. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I did enjoy having the people who were in the last cast. So like, that's where I'm kind of bummed out. Um, but I am excited to get back into the Reacher world. I'm sure once you watch the first episode, you'll be hooked. Or the first three. Since Same. And and the good thing about this is it's I'm with you on the going around solving things. And I think we'll get back to that for season three. I think this is the let's explore Reacher's background and what made him like he is today's season by reuniting him with his old gang type shit yeah i feel like we're gonna get i feel like we're gonna get back to the small not not necessarily small town but city working with the police solving crimes in the next season i feel like this is the let's solve the mystery of what's going on with why my friends are dying type shit shit yeah no or you know it could be them trying to show a little upgrade from the last season true might have got got a little money yeah (laughs) like like, we we trying to you know put a little more budget into it right um, but I'm excited about that. So that'll probably be something that we'll end up talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about stunt guy Ryan Gosling. The fall oh, guy. look! It looked it looked good. I'm interested in it. I think there's. I some like that good... as the action comedy. Mm-hmm. I was about to say yeah. I, it has some good comedy notes to it. I think Emily Blunt looks good in it. I think our boy Aaron Taylor Johnson looks good in it. Right, yeah. This this is the type of movies we want to see from Ryan. I think he's tapping into his nice guys, um, his nice guys action comedy bag with this. By the way, check out the running back that's out now. Um, but I'm excited for Fall Guy. Yeah, I think it's gonna be one of like those sneaky good movies that comes out. I'm hoping mm-hmm. so. Hey, I'm hoping so too. Facts. Um, Mean Girls, the oh yeah, trailer that, that came out mm-hmm. that was a. Uh, but it's a, it is a musical, but in the trailer it would not tell you so. Oh stretch. my gosh, it's a musical. So I think they're I'm yeah, glad I didn't that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly why they didn't put the musical element in there. Oh my based gosh. off the musical, basically the um, majority of the cast is in the musical. Um, <laughs> that's funny. We got a lot of people that you know you we all may have heard of. You know Tina Fey, John, John Hamm. Um, the younger girls are all fairly new people. The Regina George character is played by the pop artist Renee Rapp, mm-hmm. and um, and Gory Rice from Spider Man and Mayor of East Town is playing Katie. 
Okay. They got a good cast. I'll say that. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, just a, another reboot it. <laughs> yeah, retool it. In a different way. <laughs> Jeez. Um, so the first story I have is that Legend of Zelda is getting a live action. I saw that development from Nintendo and the Maze Runner director Wes Ball is set to but be see, the, involved the, with that. The cooler thing is seeing the you saw the the pictures that discussing film was the mouse thing he was making that got canceled because he chose this, like some of the renderings no. of that fan. Okay, so go to discussing film right now and you can see like there's some renderings of like this mouse adventure that the director was doing. But he stopped because he started working on Zelda. And they were talking about that this was some of his ideas that he wanted to bring to Zelda. And if his world looks like that, I mean, shit, it's going to be pretty damn good. Like, it's going to at least be. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, it looks pretty good. Those renderings and shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If he brings that to Zelda, it could be very interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, this is a property that's been dying to be oh, yeah. made and i think they're Should've finally chosen because like you know the, it was hard to do it in the early times with lord of the rings being as big as it was mm-hmm. so i think now is the time where we've started to see a lot of you know things like game of thrones wheel of time uh, lord of the rings tv show um this kind of fantasy element yeah ele- this, fan- this fantasy genre is doing very well it's killing right and now. In the TV, in the TV side, I think now is the time where you can go in and do a Zelda live action. Hell yeah! The I question, agree. the question mark with Zelda I've always had is like, what is the age? Like, are we getting mm. a teenager? Or are we getting a young twenties? I, I think it's like a. See, I don't know because Zelda's supposed to be old. Like Zelda's supposed to be like an 18, 19 year old girl. I thought that's no. Well, yeah, Zelda's an 18, 19 year old girl. Yeah. yeah. So, so Link, in... what like? Hold on, let's see. Link, well, I guess, would have to be around that age too. Which obviously so you can do like a twenty. Zelda is thirty-seven. <laughs> let's what? see. Link age. Let's see. So Zelda. Okay, so Link is. People assume that Link at kid Link is ten, but during the hero adventure, like Twilight Princess and whatnot, is eighteen. Okay. So like his early years, like the kid Link shit. So I'm guessing we could see an eighteen-year-old. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah. And Zelda's I, they'll do, 37. They'll do, young, <laughs> they'll do a young adult. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. For both. Yeah. But that's interesting. I think that it's going to be a, a fun one to to see as it goes with the casting and all that. It's going to be a big time. I think, you know, Nintendo's kind of seeing that they can make a lot of money in the movie space. Hell yeah, especially if they do it right. They have fans, man. People love that shit. Um, so another thing is getting remade, Longest Yard. Oh it's uh, in the works at Paramount Pictures. Rodney Barnes, who is the exec producer and writer for Winning Time, is going to write. Look, all I'm going to ask Longest is Yard. don't do like the last one and bring Nelly, all these people. Give us a real cast. <laughs> a real cast, please. Like, you can have, I like, John David would be perfect for this because he played football. You can have some actors who played football. I don't want the rock anywhere near this. Keep the fucking rock away. <laughs> yeah, you know, thinking about Rodney Barnes, who's who was the Winning Time writer. You know, you could get some of the people who that were in Winning Time. That'd be great. Yeah, you, know, you could. Um, if you could tell it in a similar tone mm-hmm. as Winning Time, that would be. Don't nice. necessarily do a comedy aspect because, like, Sandler did that. Like, if you're gonna bring it back, do like a. I don't want to say a serious aspect, but do more like the 60s version, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Take some a little humor, bit of... some serious moments. But Well, like... that's that's exactly what Winning Time was, you know? Yeah, That's what sure. I'm saying, like, tonally. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. Um, speaking of someone who we like as stuff, the Bear creator, Christopher Storier, has lined up a new television project at FX. He is the one that writes the upcoming book, All of the Other Mothers Hate Me, uh, by journalist Sarah Harmon. Um, the book is described as a satirical thriller about an American woman who suspects her beloved son might have murdered a wealthy pupil at his West London private school. Oh, shit. Okay. That sounds pretty damn good. And look, I like the bear. I like what FX does. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in this. Yeah, I think FX is like, Christopher Story, you can do whatever you want. Facts. <laughs> 
Also, uh, we, f- we fucked up Bingers fans. Don't be salty at us. Really quickly, I know you, you're not going to have time to watch it, but I'll talk about it because I forgot this came out and we didn't talk about it. The Shogun trailer for FX. Oh, I, yeah. I that think shit was, looks That was like three great. weeks ago, right? Yeah, uh, I forgot about that. Like six days, six day, a week ago. So it came out literally yeah. right. It came out the day we were supposed to record last week or the right. day after, something like that. But it looks incredible. It's coming out in February. We're reviewing this. Like, shout out to FX for giving us a legitimate samurai Hollywood like TV show that looks fucking good. Yeah, that's, that's gonna be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely gonna be fun to tell a samurai story in like a major. Tele TV, yeah, and like and like you said, the the people are digging that Viking era shows, digging right, those right. those old school like Revolutionary War shows. Well, Shogun's gonna sword work. shows, yeah, sword shows, exactly. Um, yeah. So uh, moving on to the next one, Jason Blum is bringing the Blumhouse Edge to the upcoming Spawn film adaptation. Uh, it's going to be edgy and original as compared to other superhero movies. It's definitely going to feel like a Blumhouse version of a superhero movie, which I think is a good swing for them. Look, they're look going we need that. Like, if Blumhouse wants, I said this when A24 said they're going to start doing IP, Blumhouse and A24 need to take the Image comics, the Vertigo comics, comics that DC and Marvel will never make movies about, or, like, it, comics that'll, that'll never get a shot at day, take those, like, 100 Bullets would be perfect for A24 and Blumhouse. Saga, perfect for A24 and Blumhouse. Uh, East to West, perfect for A24 and Blumhouse. Spawn, per, uh, the fucking um, oh, movie, the movie that, that TV show that was on MTV back in the day that basically did a great job of it with, oh, I'm, I'm blanking on that dude's name. I, I watched a whole documentary on it. Uh, it's like a purple character with like uh, yellow. It's not the tick, is it? No, no, it's like the tick though. Uh, the max, the fucking max, like shit like that. Yeah, like shit like the max and things like that. Give us those image comics from Blumhouse, and I think Blumhouse would give us a full feature length animated uh comic story, which I don't know necessarily if Warner Brothers and Marvel are doing like a serious one. Yeah, I think that's exactly what they need to go for. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's good that they're gonna take it with Spawn first. Yep, because Spawn um, will make the money, it, and, and they can do it more yeah. traditionally with Spawn and then really get wild after Spawn. Yeah, I so I'm excited to see what they do with that and if they get any more down the line. I'm with you. Uh, the next story we can kind of blow past, because I want to get to talking about the other stuff. And uh, the, other, the other stuff I have on here is that Taylor Tomlinson is going to host the, uh, the show After Midnight, which come on after The Late Show on CBS. And it's based off the Comedy Central show at midnight, hosted by Chris Hardwick. Man, um, all I, his properties are just getting destroyed. <laughs> uh, so I'm interested to see how After Midnight works. I definitely want to watch it because I really loved At Midnight when it was going. Okay. And Taylor Tomlinson is really funny. Okay. So, so I feel like that's a, at least a solid host. Person? All right, I'll give it a shot. Point. So, um, it all depends on the comedians that come out of. But on the flip side, at midnight definitely brought up a good, you know, some comedians who are now big. So true. It's true, just going to be true. a good vessel if they can do it right. The, yeah. I don't even remember what ended at midnight. Was it because of all Chris Hardwick's like antics? Yeah, that's what, that's what I thought. That's, that, that's what that's what I thought ended all his shit. <laughs> Everything like Chris. That's Hardwick. what I'm saying. So at, at midnight would probably still be going if Chris Hardwick wouldn't have. Well, no, Chris Hardwick might be doing like Jimmy Kimmel's role, you know what I'm saying? Like he might be, he might've done something like that. Like that guy was supposed to be the next big host and then everything just crumbled. Yeah. Um, so now the canceling renewed Gen B renewed for season two, of course. Um, Good Omens renewed for season three. And that's all of Amazon's bag. And then the bear renewed for season three. Nice. All of those things needed to be re- renewed. So Look. speaking of Gen V. Oh, well, we well, actually, that's going to move you on the right. Yeah, it's that time of show where we give you one movie or TV show that's coming out this week or multiple that we think you should check out. And mine, look, I'm letting you know we're reviewing it next week. Be ready. It come, it drops in two days. The Killer, David Fincher's uh, Michael Fassbender movie. I'm so excited for it. We haven't gotten much press because of the strike. Maybe they'll start dropping press for it. Um, So I'm excited. Say it again. 
Uh, David, David, David Fincher's the killer. Drops oh, this yeah. Week. So that, that is that is what's going on. Huh. Is, and it's this week? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, uh, the 10th. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I may I may have the ability to watch that. Yeah, you got to watch that. That's on Netflix. <laughs> it's not going on to theaters. Watching that at your house. <laughs> we reviewing that. That's what I'm saying. I might, I might be able to have some free time to do that. Yeah, hell yeah. Football week. Fuck yeah, we gotta watch that shit leading up to next week. It's gonna be litty. What you got? What do I have for movie on the rise? That's what I was trying to figure out. Um, I don't really know. I, um, I haven't been able to really be, to watch Netflix at the moment because I don't have. I'm not the household. Oh, they've been fucking you with that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, get it to switch. Yeah, we gotta get you on Netflix so you can watch the killer. Even if I gotta buy us a Netflix account, because my mom's just been. Tripping as well because people been fucking jumping on and jumping know, it's, on. It's it's been rough, but I mean, like, I can watch it on the computer. So, oh yeah, then, yeah, same. That that that's exactly what I've been doing. So, we're um, same well, I guess I'll just say Love Island Games at the moment because I mean I've been okay. getting into it. Uh, I like it so far. I mean, it's probably really stupid. It's probably going to be really stupid. So don't take my word for it, but that's just what I've been watching. Look, I'll check it out. The only like, scripted show that I've been watching is on like HBO, and that's uh, The Gilded Age season two. And oh, a new season of Doom Patrol like, came out, and people are people are liking it. The Doom Patrol fans, if you want to check, that I'm out. like two seasons back. Oh yeah, me too. I am. I'm not checking that out. I'm just letting people know the new season is out. If you want to, and watch like, it. don't get me wrong, because I'm sure the people on here are like, oh, why aren't you guys watching Doom Patrol? Especially because you reviewed it at first. I like Doom Patrol. But there's it's so heavy. much other, yeah, it's a lot, and there's so much, not a lot of action payoff, and like, it, there probably is now, but when you first started with season one, it was sadness after sadness after sadness after sadness, with not a lot of superhero ink in the show. Yeah, it's, it's heavy. And, and I'm not watching a superhero show for heaviness, like, sorry, I'll go watch a fucking drama for that. Just like right. I be and telling I these anime fans, if I'm if I want to watch Slice of Life, I'll go watch the fucking abortion movie with my girlfriend that she watched the other day with Cat from Euphoria. Like, I'm not watching anime slice of life. People going to get an abortion or do it. Like, no, I'm not watching. I'm going to watch real people do that shit. I watch anime for fantastical shit that I can't see in real life. <laughs> yeah, like One Piece, which is what I've also been watching. So. Oh, yeah, you can give that. Where you at? Where you at? Where you, where you at? Uh, I mean, I just you got deep? to the part where, no, I mean... What I just uh, Luffy just met like two of the beast pirate people, and I don't even know what they turn into. Oh, so you just kind of so basically he's not at the roof yet. Like I haven't even met Kaido Sen yet. Oh, <laughs> but I, I see him running around, and I know that he probably really wants to like that. He probably really likes Luffy and Law. Oh, well, so. I'll just not say anything. Just keep watching. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Liddy, Liddy. All right. That's, All right, well, let's get to uh, Gen V and Invincible. What you want to do first? Let's do Invincible. Oh, nice. All right. That's the thing I watched recent, mo- most recent. I just I watched it I today. Was, I was tripped out for the first five minutes. I was Same. Like, I was like, what the on? fuck am I watching? Like, I was like, what are they doing? This whole multiverse thing. And they didn't say it was a multiverse. I, which, I mean, I guess it worked in the end when we got to Angstrom. But there was, like, I think it would have worked better if they would have said because I didn't realize, I thought the Angstrom that picked up the Maulers at first was from the universe where that was destroyed that right. we saw. I didn't know that was Angstrom from our universe until he said a couple weeks ago, uh, the fight between, whatchamacallit, between um, Omni-Man and fucking Invincible. That's when I realized, oh, is this the Angstrom from our universe? That was a little confusing. They could have definitely laid that out better. Yeah, it got a little muddy at the beginning, but mm-hmm. it was still pretty effective it just it felt like it moved too. really fast it did. Like, I felt like we did not get a lot besides what was going on with angstrom and the maulers and then like a little bit of mark being sad boy yeah it was just basically depressed mark which i mean i get it you gotta for the first episode you had to get him out of what just happened to him because it was a traumatic event and i can get how he's not a, you don't want him to be a superhero i can get how um the leader of the government thinks that cecil thinks that he could turn maybe into uh, Omni Man, so he has to prove himself to him, and then what fucking 
the the immortal did at the end coming up to Mark being like, yeah, I'm gonna be watching you. But the real person you need to be watching is fucking robot. <laughs> he, just because he's a kid, don't make me think, forget what you did in season one, brother. Right. <laughs> you got some dark shit going on over there. Yeah, so, you know, I think it's it, it's a pretty good start. I'm interested to see how it goes from here. But I was tripped out in the beginning. I was like, oh my gosh. What, what's I'm on? interested in the hero bulletproof. I want to know more what he can do. Like, obviously he's bulletproof, but what can he do? He said he could do everything Rex Explodes wants to do. So, like, mm, what's your power? Can you beat the immortal? Right. Yeah, so, like, is bulletproof, like, someone who's come in and is, like, like a heavy hitter? A heavy hitter, like, someone that can keep up the mark? Mm-hmm. That's what I, that's why I'm, and I'm interested to see what Angstrom because Angstrom at the end, when the Marlo was like, nah, bro, you did this to you. He was like, no, it's Mark. Marlo was like, nigga, you did this to you and you did this to me. Look at my damn body. You having a meltdown. You need to go to the hospital. He's like, I'm not going to no damn hospital. And then he leaves and Marlo was like, revenge. fuck this. Marlo was like, I'm not working for none of these fucks ever again. <laughs> Got a feel yeah, for the Maulers. Like, <laughs> is he like the last Mauler left? Yeah. <laughs> Is he gonna make a clone of himself? He needs to, so he can get his friend back. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! But it was a good episode. But yeah, I'm excited. The funniest for part of that episode for me was when Rex Blood was like, "How long did you guys uh, come up with that um, entrance?" <laughs> yeah, did y'all plan that? <laughs> I swear, <laughs> I thought the immortal was gonna punch him. I was waiting for it. I, I thought like, he was. <laughs> I was like, "Are you gonna punch him?" Like I was waiting for it. Yeah, I think like when the one thing that I didn't like about this episode was that if you're gonna give us a whole episode about Adam Eve, like at least Have like, her in give it, her yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. Like, like give us something. Like what is she up to? <laughs> she, uh, all she was was chilling in the woods. That's it. That's all we get. <laughs> and I don't really like Mark's girlfriend. I'm ready for that relationship to end. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I black mean, girl. I'm ready for because he's gonna be with Adam Eve. We're just prolonging it. We and that whole that. bit when they were like going to college was like, Mark, you know you're not going to college. Right? Yeah, that's not about to work. You're about to be a hero, bro. What are we talking about? Yeah. You, you work for the government. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Gen V, like, wow, we, what a good like, ending. Cause, like, because I don't think we even talked about like Upton when he was like carving people up as a Muppet. Um, I think that was like the last episode, like that we, we were right before that episode. But the fact that Gen V is a mirroring of the boys where. The villain of this is basically someone who would hang out with fucking Butcher. And the plan yeah. is to the plan of the whole woods was how do you kill soups? Yeah, no, I mean, that was like the whole deal when they met with uh, the lady who's in charge of the boys or. Whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with Butcher and the CIA. Yeah, where she ends up like probably calling him right after. Mm -hmm. I think that was what that call was. But like, yeah, that was the whole thing. It was like when they found out that when you find out they're like trying to find a way to kill soups, you're like, Great. All, like, all of these exactly... people, all these like this is the all of this is to kill Homelander. And my prediction is that you you know when they wake up in that room, yeah. I don't think that's Vaught. I think that's the lady and wherever wherever they're keeping Soldier Boy, and these are gonna be the people that fight Vaught in the seven. I think they're gonna right. train these people along with the boys for the big final movie collab thing. To where these are the people that are going to take out home Homelander in the and the 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 seven because there's no way you can tell me Marie can't pull out Homelander's blood and just fuck him up or that girl the mind control girl. You got to make him bleed first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and that's um, what the weapons that the dean made and all the stuff the dean made is going to be used for. Yeah. So it you know it 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 escalated real quickly like in the middle of it was a little. Eh. Mm -hmm. And then, like, episode seven or whatever, when, like, the the vice president lady or whatever, mm -hmm. like, you find out that, like, they have, like, the same power and they're, like, Yeah, she could blow up heads. That shit blew my mind. Also, the fact that Marie was in the fucking season three of The Boys when Huey's looking at the computer for the adoption agency, you see Marie's <laughs> face clear as day with her power. Like, yeah. I went back, yeah, like. That shit's there. I thought I thought they did a good job of tying Gen V into the main universe and making everything feel uh, simpatico. Also, the f bro that the the guy who sees the Muppets could probably could could give Homelander a run for his money. He's up there. I'm like that guy's strong. 
Yeah, but he's such a, a sheep, which is why he's yeah. perfect for to have under Homelander's thumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we saw you probably saw the posters for the boy season four with the Homelander like at his victory parade, mm-hmm. butcher like it afterwards with all mm-hmm. the confetti and balloons around. Like, you know, I guess like until the end of the Gen V, you really forgot where Homelander was at this point. You did because you're like, oh, you're like, oh, Homelander's coming in. He's gonna like settle things down. And he's like, oh wait, no, Homelander doesn't care about like <laughs> none of these the people. The black girl <laughs> yeah. or you know the the they them Asian person. <laughs> he wants to get that white kid and then dip. <laughs> what do you think is gonna happen like, to the Muppet homie? Oh, he's gonna be powerful. I mean, he's gonna mm-hmm. be given like. He might be in the seven. No. Yeah. You 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 think he might be an undercover mole, like an undercover operative? I don't know. I mean, I think like part of what Gen B season two is going to have to do is, you know, rekindling him and Cricket. Oh, yeah. And like, and also so, like glad she's going to have to end up being an anchor. Too. Yeah. Also glad she can. Yeah. In a way that doesn't make. Up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was it? Crying or whatever? Yeah. It was sadness. I think it's going to be tied to her emotion. So she can, right. like, once she trains with it, she'll be able to, she might be able to grow big, too. Maybe. Like, so, cause she might yeah. she might be untapped in her power. Also, what, what else I was going to say about Gen V? Um, well, I think they did a very good job of getting us invested in this group of characters. And oh, like yeah, said, I care about it, them. Tying it into the show in a way where it seems like, you know, it's insane. That it these seems are insane. The, like, when, these are the once they start showing up in the other show. These are the superheroes that are going to be the real superheroes that we know. Like whenever Butcher's done what he's doing, getting Homelander out of here, this group, these people will be the real superheroes, which we think of like people you can be proud of type shit. Right. Like, and cause they want to be like, that's the thing. They don't want to deal with Vaught shit. Even though Andre's weak ass (laughs) could barely beat his dad, that weak motherfucker. (laughs) Andre. (laughs) Yeah, Andre was the and his powers seem like they're flawed. Mm-hmm. Very flawed. Um, seems but like how did you feel him. about the the Tech Knight stuff? Because I don't know if we got to talk about. Oh, that. I thought he was a good detective. Yeah, I thought Tech Knight did a good job. Huh. The the fucking the holes was very fucking hilarious. <laughs> Classic boys. <laughs> yeah, but I loved this season. I thought it was. I thought they executed the spinoff well. And they have a legitimate universe. Right. Like yeah. better than uh, some of the other superhero universes we see. Much better. You know, in, in the streaming wars, Amazon is killing the punches back. Killing. Like, killing. They're, they're like, um, excuse us. I think we should be one or two. Yeah, like in, Invincible and the boys are pushing them. Like that, that those are two good universes to have. Well, and then we got Reacher coming back. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, and then they got yeah, they they got the fantasy stuff that they have. They're gonna bring in fourth yeah, wing, which is one, one of the right. biggest fantasy novels at the time. And whenever they do James show. Bond, <laughs> and Mr. Mr. Mrs. Smith over, is coming on yeah, Amazon. Mr. Mrs. Smith, you got James Bond in like two, three years. Like Amazon's doing the damn thing. Lord of the Rings coming back. Their Lord of the Rings show or whatever. Did you see the trailer for the 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 burial of the Jamie Fox movie? Oh yeah, it was. You think that's gonna be any good? I didn't like it to be on TBH. I heard some people saying it was good. So I was oh, it's good. Oh well, yeah, well then, shit, I'll check it out. I'll, I'll watch the watch it when it dro- it's out now, huh? Yeah, but I mean, you know, this, is, this is just adults that I'm hearing this from. Yeah, I'll check. I'll, che- I'll check it out. See what it see what it's cracking for, but. Yeah, man. You ever watch that that weird anime ghost stories? Uh, uh-uh, uh, no, was I it, didn't. A- Amazon has some. Good, was it... Amazon has some good animes, though. I will say. I don't know if it was ghost stories or if it was something else that I was watching where it was like some weird shit. A- like... Animes on on Amazon that I watch. I'll tell you real quick. I've been watching um, City Hunter. Um, let's see, let's see. All this shit that I don't need. Like, I just want fucking these prime animes that I've been watching. Hold on. Let's go to prime. Here we go. Here we go. Um, I, so I was at I was at a uh, fraternity event, like um alumni event, and one of my fraternity brothers from South Alabama, he like had this Kilawa tattoo. Oh, nice. Like, right, like like right here or whatever. And I was like, Oh bro, like is that Kilawa from Hunter Hunter? And he was like, Yeah. 
He was like, I get the, yeah. I got it tattooed there under the sleeve so that, you know, it, people just like ask me about it all the time. I'm like, you freaking douche. <laughs> yeah, I've been watching Lupin the Third on this. They got a lot of older stuff, like Ninja Scroll. They have some good animes on Netflix. I mean, on on Amazon. So. Yeah, they do. And I mean, like I said, like with Hunter x Hunter, I mean, they got oh, some yeah, of their, great classics on there, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, that's pretty much definitely. everything, Shuby. Yeah, so that's uh, about everything. Next week, we'll try and talk about The Killer. Yeah, we'll do um, the killer and, and invincible. Do some more two. invincible. Yeah, for and sure. now now that the strikes are over, we should be getting some some News. big quality stories. Facts, and... facts, facts, facts. All right. Um. So let me let everybody know what's going on with the Bears Within Network. Yes, sir. All right. So the nice guys run it back. By the time you guys hear this, is out. The One Piece reviews are out, and the newest chapter review will be out this weekend. The Bros Who Think podcast. If you haven't checked out last week's episode, check it out. But this week's episode will be out as well. Might be out a little later because I might be. I might have an interview. If not, that the interview will just drop next week's episode. All the shows are back, so make sure you check that out in the extra content on YouTube. You can follow me at LinBWT. Follow Bros Who Think at Bros Who Think for all the information. All right. Well, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at ChubesBWT, and be sure to you know check out everything that's going on with the network and do go back and listen to the killers of the flower moon oh, yeah, review um, yeah. Lyndon, that Lyndon's gonna probably have out oh no it's been it's out no 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 it's the, it's, um, it is yeah no no that's what we dropped the, me and Reg did a uh Martin Scorsese draft that I'm gonna drop ah, later gotcha. this week yeah 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 so make sure you check that out if you've gotten to see the movie yet I have not Oh, you're not. You can wait. <laughs> you can wait. All right. It's not. If it was, if it, not saying that this. Th- watch the review. It's not a bad movie. It's a very important movie that Martin Scorsese made. But you can wait. <laughs> it's long. Not that it's. It's not the fact that it's long. I'm, it's. It's. But it is long. Oh, it is though. No, yeah, facts, facts. <laughs> but but I'll say this: The Irishman felt longer when you're watching it. Okay. Yeah. So this movie, if it, even though it's long, it does go by at a good pace. You know what movie is long and goes at a good pace? Hmm. The Batman. Facts. And that, Facts. And that's and that's how we'll end this podcast. Mm-hmm. So I hope everyone out there has a great week. And as always, keep binging. <laughs>